Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast. And this week, we have two dope, fresh guests. First up, our friends of Vindication, Vindication. And then we're talking to the amazing owner of Stinson Vineyard in Virginia. Pew, 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 pew. Everybody drink rose. Rose. So we sip rose. We're going to sip rose. Rose. Sipping rose. Baby girl, she don't play. So we sip rose. We're gonna sip rose. That rose hour, baby. Sip the rose. Everything will be okay. Hey, friends, it's Renee and me. Who's me? Y'all know who me is? Come on now. It's me, Bartender Ben. Yay! How are y'all? How are you? You know, I'm I'm fantastic. Awesome. I think I'm uh, well rested. I know we took a quite a long break from last year to this year, mm-hmm. but it was needed. Like it was. I think work picked up a lot, um, especially after the uh, election, and then with you know the more PPP loans that were coming out, like crazy situations, and Congress not doing anything for COVID relief, and then. Then it's the holidays, and then it's the new year, and then it's inauguration. So it was it was a lot, but I'm I'm chilling now. This week has been cool. How about you? Man. Yes. We definitely needed a break. I'm rejuvenated. Yeah. I'm recharged. I'm back at it. We back at it. Let's start talking to people and sharing people's experiences with the world. We gotta get back to it. Yes, and speaking of sharing experiences mm. with people in the world, I am so excited about Kamala Harris and her as the VP. She's officially the VP. Um, I adore her. Everybody knows I wanted her to be president. I was I was actually trying to motivate people to, to help support her. Um, so this is a, a monumental moment, and, you know, working in politics and in election campaigns you know for the major portion of my life this is like a really historical moment because it's like we need to go harder now because we need to get that president's office so yeah what about you hey i'm excited and the thing about kamala harris i really like is like the way she speaks she's very 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 articulate in the way she formulates arguments and points i really love it so i'm glad to see her in the office and it's good to see you know some competency Oh, yeah. And like, oh, my God, the press briefing was the first press briefing. The day of the inauguration was probably one of the best press briefings in a long time because we stopped getting them one. And then also they were incoherent. Um, Trump will come through and usually the president doesn't come unless it's like a special announcement but he'll be there like I'm not talking to you but like why are you here Um, and so now I mean we actually have boring press conferences again and and, and press briefings it's like yes we are back and I think we need that I think we need boring especially in those high offices (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like you know, it was so dramatic. It felt like a TV show. It definitely right. felt like we were on Survivor. Like everybody was on Survivor, or or even like uh, what's the one with uh, oh uh, um, 
Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you if if you were out there and caught that from that do 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 do, I definitely had the two fingers that I threw up in the air because I remember that part, but I forgot the name real quick. <laughs> oh, it's three fingers. I thought it was two fingers. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, we'll find out. Well, if you know, let us know. <laughs> hey. So we're talking to two amazing people today. Who are they? Uh, well, actually, two amazing groups of people. Uh, the first one is Vindication. And what I love about their story is that they are veterans, women, who created a wine subscription. And we are here for all of the women in their subscriptions program, but more specifically, women who serve this country proudly. What, what branch were they in? Coast Guard. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man, you know, Coast Guard, they be doing a lot of hard work. They be cleaning a lot of people up. You know, if you're trying to get them to the border with dope and uh, smuggling stuff in, they intercepting you. They out there in the water. They got the helicopters. They own you. Yes, they, they are the, the, the water protectors of hey, the universe. Hey, so don't get it twisted. They will pop you. <laughs> and not in a good way. Right. Yes. And then also, we talked to... Um, Oh, gosh. I, I actually just had a brain fart today because I'm tired. Uh, we talked to um, Julie of Sinsen Vineyards. Mm. Julie, how are you? Well, <laughs> they have an amazing rosé, and I really love it. It's delicious. It is one of the best rosés that I've ever had. Um, what do you think about it? Man, it's crisp and refreshing. In the south of France. <laughs> you, you know, I'm gonna be transparent. I cannot pronounce the name <laughs> of this rose, but it's amazing and has flavors of milled and rose petal aromatics in it. It's amazing. I love how it smells, it tastes amazing. Okay, I just can't say the name. So if we can get I don't know. If we could figure it out. Post it, maybe. How do you pronounce? Well, it? all we have to do is ask Siri. Like we could type it in, and Siri could tell us. But that's a or go to YouTube because YouTube is really good at that. So I've learned how to do that. And people, if you don't know how to pronounce something, the internet teaches us all. So <laughs> next time we will know how to pronounce well, things properly. I know when I use Siri to pronounce some stuff because it's like a robot. She don't really say it right. Well, like, that's why I say YouTube because YouTube will actually have a real person who did the video who will be like, and then they'll say it like several times for you to really catch it. So it's kind of cool. But to go back to Sensen Vineyard's rosé, it's really good. It's delicious. Uh, Sensen Vineyard is based out of Virginia. Um, so it's a Virginia wine. It's really cool. Their vineyard is um outside of Loudoun County so if you're you're familiar with the Virginia wine scene you'll know that you gotta go a little bit further but a little bit further is worth it so we can't wait for when outside opens up for real for real because we gotta take an adventure out there to see them definitely definitely well, let's get into our first interview with the amazing women of Vindication. Let's get it. Yay! Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast. 
in today. You guys are in for such a treat. And I mean like a holiday, festive, fun time, sprinkles all over the house type of fun because we have some amazing guests who own Windication and they are doing some great things. They have amazing content and I did stop them on Instagram and beg them to come on. So without further ado, the amazing Angeline and Nicole. Hi, everyone. We're here from Vindication. Hi, friends. (laughs) That was a great intro. Well, thank you. And I mean, it's only great because you guys are great. You know, we only can do what you give us. And you give us greatness. (laughs) So, of course, of course. So I know people are probably wondering, like, what the word Vindication means and like even how you guys like started doing what you do so like would love to know more about like how you two linked up and and how you guys started Vindication yeah so Vindication um the name we kind of got it was just you know we were brainstorming what can we do what's something different but catchy and it makes it known that it's a wine industry you know kind of retail shop and um we just started throwing words together and Vindication out of everybody that we gave the names to, they liked that the best and we kind of rolled with it. Um, and as far as starting the company, um, I had a another business partner before Ange. Um, unfortunately, she moved to Arizona, but we got Ange. So Yay! it was a, a blessing yes. <laughs> as well. Um, but it was, you know, we belonged to a lot of wine clubs and they weren't quite tailoring to what we were looking for. And we started making suggestions, but why make all these suggestions when you can jot them down? And we started jotting them down and it turned into a business plan. And then it turned into a website and then it turned into a business. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there was no plan of starting a business. <laughs> and then Ange joined about six months later and Ange and I have a long history. We were in the Coast Guard together. Thank you for your service. I love veteran women. Yeah, women owned and veteran owned. Yes, we're here for that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, what you have today is Vindication, and we are a wine club um, slash retailer, and we go around to different wineries and taste all different wines. And we are very particular about the wines we sell, so we guarantee that you know if it meets your taste buds, you're going to like them. Yes, I'm here for that. So, like, how do you guys go about, like, connecting to the wineries and, like, getting that sort of, like, you know, one-on-one treatment to talk with them to learn more about their wines to make it a part of vine vindication? I'm so sorry. I said wine, but I mean vine. Y'all know what I mean. That's okay. It is still wine. I mean, I'm, I'm here for vines that are turned into wines. Right. <laughs> hey, you gotta start somewhere and in somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so we just reach out to, for Virginia wineries, we reach out to the owners or the managers. We go in, we do a tasting, um, and then we kind of, you know, ask them if they're interested in having their wines promoted. If, you know, if we liked their wines, of course. Yeah. Um, Huge caveat. Then, Exactly, exactly. Because we don't want to sell wines that we wouldn't drink, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we found some phenomenal wineries here in Virginia that are definitely hidden gems for the rest of the world. Um, and then we have imported wines and we work with um, small little importers that specialize in different areas like Austria. So we have Austrian wines, which are phenomenal wines if you've never had them, worth trying. 
Um, we're going to look at getting some Texas wines. Um, and can you help remind me, what else were we looking at recently? I think um, we've looked at um, some French wines. Mm. Um, we did an amazing wine bettering about a week or two ago. And of all places, New York, the Long Island area, has some amazing wines. Um, we're looking into South African wines, mm, mm. Uh, going down into South America. And then uh, right now for international, we have Italian and Austrian. Ooh. And when we get into the rosé selection portion, we'll, we'll recommend some both Virginia wines and some great international ones for rosés that yeah. all three regions are excellent. Wow. And that's that's so amazing that you guys came up with this amazing idea, you know, is it is it looking back in your Coast Guard days, were you guys like big wine drinkers? We were anything drinkers I would go with. I mean, I get it. <laughs> makes sense, makes sense. I'm here for all of that. Um, sometimes you need a little more, you know, alcohol you're young, content. Your palate, yeah, your palate wasn't defined at the time. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so my question to you guys and, and both of you, like, how is it being women-owned business owners sort of in an industry that's so male-dominated? Like, how do you guys sort of maneuver and, and sort of, like, work in this space? Um, to be honest, I guess, you know, since we have that military background, which was a male-dominated industry as well, mm-hmm. I really don't notice the difference. Um, I can't say gender has played a role either way for me. Uh, Angie, I don't know about you. I agree. Um, so far, everyone has been so welcoming and uh wine is wine is a great uh conversation piece and that i feel like it breaks some um barriers um you know some you know gender barriers or um race racial barriers or other things so far we everyone we've met has been super welcoming and just really wants to impart their knowledge onto us and and just enjoy a glass of wine or a bottle with them. Exactly. Yeah. You, you can't be happy when you're drinking wine. I mean, <laughs> if you're not, you got you got some real serious issues and you need to talk to Vindication because they'll make you happy and find you a good wine that goes with your palate to make you smile. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, I like to ask people like more specifically like, in this industry, too, you know, we see all different types of wine. And I mean, you guys are like looking into different, you know, international wines. Like, what do you think like the U.S. outwardly looks like? Because like we're behind the curve, especially in the rosé world. Um, what do you think like of our American wines comparably to to the international market? So to be honest, I think that we equal um, international market. It just depends on which area you're looking at. You know, some are newer. Um, mm-hmm. Maryland, Colorado, these are places that, you know, before never started wineries. They never had wines that were produced there, and they're starting to produce wines. Um, Virginia's been in it for in the game for about 20-some years now, if not more. Mm. Um, you know, in the popular wine region area that, that's known for. Um but when you really get to some of these smaller wineries in the U.S., you can find some phenomenal wines. Um, I would even say some of them have beat the ones I've done in Italy, um, in France, 
in Germany, um, they they definitely can measure up. Wow. Do you guys do the traveling to these wonderful international, you know, vineyards prior to COVID, of course, uh, to do these tastings and learn more about it before you make it part of your 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 organization's, you know, uh, choices for people to have? Um, so we did initially, so some of the Italian wines, um, I had traveled to Italy last year, maybe a year and a half ago now, um, and did a whole bunch of tastings, came back here, found a local importer, um, and started working with them. The recent ones from the Austrian ones, unfortunately, is during COVID, so mm-hmm. there is no traveling, uh, but the importer does give us all of the history of the winery. The wineries, you know, how they started, who the owners are. They give us pictures. They gave us the details of the wines. We did a full tasting before we committed to any purchases. Um, so it's almost like they brought the winery to us. That's and we right. got to have that experience. And um, the wineries um, also have extended, when the world gets back right, and we can, they have extended the invitations for us to travel. So Ooh, nice. Yeah. So we're excited about that. Okay, so then I this is a great follow-up question because I would be crazy not to ask it, right? Where are you most excited to travel to next? Croatia! Agreed. I have to say, agree with Ange. Croatia! Really? Really? Yes. I have, so I've been to Croatia. Um, actually, I am in contact with the winery there that I did the wine tasting at. And their wines, I got to tell you, were shockingly amazing. Some of the best I've ever had. Ooh, Croatia. I would have never guessed it. Croatia. Yeah. Amazing wines. Okay. Beautiful country. Well, what what about Croatian wines as well? Like, what are they known for? Are they known for, like, you know, red wines, white wines, aperitifs? Um, so they have both. Um, their red wines, are, all their wines are actually in red soil, so it gives it a unique flavor. Um, it, they're all very smooth. Um, I can't think off the top of my head this specific wine that I had that Croatia is known for. Um, I'm drawing a blank and I apologize. No worries, but like, clearly it's good because... <laughs> If you drink it and you can't remember the name, but you're like, it was delicious, <laughs> you know it was good. <laughs> hey, I know I still have the bottle downstairs in my wine cellar somewhere. Yes, because you're like, when I, when I remember what I need to remember, I got what I need to go get again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what are yeah. you guys drinking this holiday season? So I did with my thinks. Giving, I did Narmada's Reflection. Um, it's a red wine blend. It's uh, Chamberson, and it's it was phenomenal with turkey. Ooh, Angeline, um, I did a little bit of um, sparkling this year. Um, I tried a sparkling spumante Ooh. from Italy, and um, we, I, we learned something really neat from, um, again, the vetting we went to, when we hear the word spumante, we automatically think Asti spumante. Mm-hmm. But spumante actually just really means, like, bubbly. So, um, and it, it was dry. It was real. It was a really nice bubbly um, spumante from Tuscany. And then I also tried a spumante from Switzerland. Ooh. So, yeah. And so, again, we're working with importers to get some of those in. 
but the one like uh, we have the reflection that Nicole referenced was so amazing. We um, visited Narmada. I think that was a week or two before the Thanksgiving holiday. Yep. And that was just, it was phenomenal. We paired that with um, butter chicken, which is an Indian dish. Mm. That was delicious. And um, yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys <laughs> definitely know how to pair food for the holidays with some great wine. So yeah, definitely listening to some of the tips you gave in here too. <laughs> yeah, And you know, anybody can go to our website and take our quiz and we pair you with wine based on your results. So, wow. yes. so while we're talking about your website and, and with everything that Vine Indication does, um, what are some of the perks people get if they join your club? Um, so if they join the club, they get wines that are not necessarily offered on our retail shop. Um, if they are, they will be offered later on. So they get first grabs. Um, they get the ability to have it paired with their their taste preferences. So they can email us and say, hey, this is wine I did not like. This is the reasons. We will then tailor your next packages. Plus, it's auto shipment. So you don't even have to think about it. Your wine comes on your selected time frame, and it just automatically appears, and it will be a different wine every time. Wow. I mean, I, I don't know and- if that's simple enough you know like come on people (laughs) and one thing we do with all of our wines that we ship out we um send an email with a little insertion cards for each wine that tells you 10 foods to pair it with we give you a recipe we give you the history of the winery we give you all the details of the wine itself and we tell you about all the awards that that wine or that winery has won so you feel like you're getting a full tasting at your own house wow now, do you guys do tastings like virtually for people now that we're in COVID as well with your membership um, or or just? So we would be happy to facilitate that if anybody would like to request it. Um, we don't offer it as a regular service, but always happy to do so. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like during COVID, I'm just wondering how are people being innovative? Um, so, so what are you guys doing like to get that, you know, like vineyard trip you know, bug out of your system since we really can't go anywhere. Well, we're still going to wineries. (laughs) (laughs) Wear a mask, that's all. (laughs) And socially distancing. Right, right. Six weeks. (laughs) Wearing masks. We are doing it with, you know, Ange and I and the owner. Um, So it's very small group, obviously. Yes. You know, we make sure we keep our distance from, from the people we're meeting. Well, that's very smart. And thank you guys for making sure we bend that curve back, but still getting the throwbacks of wine. And <laughs> sure. Who doesn't enjoy having a good glass of wine no matter the time? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So how can people connect with you guys and also follow you all? Well, we are on uh, Facebook. Just look up Vindication. Um, one thing we did fail to mention is that we also have an apparel shop that we have uh, for all wine apparel. So we have shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and all of that. And that's called Vindication Lifestyle. And that is also on Facebook, Instagram, um, and Twitter. And then also, of course, email us anytime. Give us a call. We are always happy to talk to people. Uh, look at those people. They're always happy. Because you know why? <laughs> they know good wine. They know good wine. I'm here for that, Angela and Nicole, because... You know, there's a lot of people who are like, if you're not a sommelier, you don't know anything. And I didn't even ask, are you guys like W-sets, sommeliers or anything like that? 
So I have taken the sommelier class and I passed level one. Yes. Yay! Yes. That's hard. <laughs> so level one, yes. Uh, that's, you know, the beginning, the intro to it. But um, I, I enjoyed it. I will never be a master. That's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lifetime dedication. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. And I yeah. cannot tell you how much I admire people who have done that because that is dedication. <laughs> mm, yes, definitely. And Angeline, are you a sommelier or a W set? I am not. Um, a lot of my wine background comes um, before um, in the before the Coast Guard waiting tables, and then we actually had to like know what we were talking about when we introduced wines, mm. and a lot just passion. Um, and wine is completely subjective. Nicole and I both understand what maybe our palates like not everyone else will like like for her and I we tend to air more on the less um sweet we tend to like drier fuller bodied wines but that's okay there's amazing sweet wines out there that we still try to recommend for people and share with others but um I, I like I like wine, you know. <laughs> it's I like that simple. It's, you guys, you guys make it so easy. You like wine. You want to share the the likability with others. So come to Vindication to get educated on the vines. I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> so my last question for both of you, and would love to know what both of your favorite rosés are. So that's a hard one because I have a few. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of them is the Cabernet um, Sauv Rosé. It's one of our Austrian ones. It is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Angie, I can guess which one you're going to say. So I, already, you know, I know you know which one I'm going to say. <laughs> um, okay. So for me, again, it's hard too, but... I like um, our LaBelle V Rosé. Um, that's a Virginian wine right, made right here, actually, in Stafford. Really not too far away, right off 95. And uh, it's a beautiful rosé. And then for a sparkling rosé, I like um, Daughters of the Stars by Cave Ridge. It's also a Virginia winery. Um, I would say, what, Nicole, maybe about an hour, hour and a half west of um, yes, it's, in, it's in Shenandoah Valley. Yep, Shenandoah. An hour and a half. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. Beautiful winery. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm here for all of that. Well, you guys gave us a lot of great information. And to all of those who want to join an amazing wine club that's really about the wine and the people know the wine because they're drinking and picking it, join Angeline and the amazing Nicole on their amazingness of... The indication. <laughs> so, thank you so much. Thank yes, you. I want to say thank you guys so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Yo, we appreciate it so much. So uh, much. Yeah. You know, we've been listening to your podcast, and they're just phenomenal. So, mm-hmm. well, we're thank honored you. to be on it. Oh uh, well, you guys yes. are amazing guests, so we appreciate you. <laughs> thank cheers. you. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Let's drink some wine, everyone. Yes. Get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Such a great interview. Thank you, guys. And thank you so much for your service to our country. Um, 
just seeing women in the military is always a great thing. And we really, 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 really thank you for being trailblazing women and also getting into the wine industry. How dope is that? We're going to take a quick break and then we're coming back with Stinson's Vineyards. Pew, pew, pew. Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rosé Hour Podcast. And today, you guys, this is like one of those holiday treats that you just don't want to miss out on because she is an owner of a vineyard here in the DMV, specifically Loudoun County, Virginia. And their vineyard is amazing. And they have some of the most amazing rosé because I stalked, fangirled her, uh, connected with her. And she is so awesome and willing to be on the show. So we're excited to have her here. Of Stinson Vineyard, the amazing, the adorable, the diva, Rachel! Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much, Renee. It's such an honor. Um, I just I just told you this, but I have been listening to your podcast because obviously I'm a huge fan of Rose and um I love all your guests. I love what you guys are doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you. Well, for we're making just... Rosé so popular. <laughs> well, thank you for making it because without you, we wouldn't be drinking it. And thank you for being here. You're awesome. <laughs> and we are actually located outside of Charlottesville, so a little bit further south in Loudoun County in the Monticello ABA. Ah. Um, right at the foothills of like the Blue Ridge Mountains. In Interesting. Virginia. Okay, because you know, when you live in D.C., and you're like, we're going to the vineyards. All of it is like in the DMV. We're like, oh, yeah. it's all louded. <laughs> we, we're oh, ignorant yeah. to that. Anything out of DC is <laughs> Virginia. So we are not far. We're about, well, it's going to depend on traffic, but we're two and a half hours on a good day. Wow. Well, that's amazing because that's a good ride, a good time to relax and just get excited for amazing rosé. <laughs> so how did you actually get started into this industry? So I have actually no formal training in winemaking originally. Um, I was living in New York City at the time that my parents found this vineyard in Virginia um, I was working in the photo editing industry and I really had no idea that there was any kind of wine growing, wine making going on in Virginia at all. Um, but then I came down to visit them and Charlottesville area just has a way of sucking people in. It's just so beautiful here. The people are so welcoming. And of course it has this amazing wine industry that is pushing out a little bit into the world right now. Um, when I moved here in 2010, it was very much still a best kept secret. Um, but it kind of intrigued me. And, you know, my parents had found this retirement property that had a vineyard that was planted in the 70s. And that's what kind of opened the whole Pandora's box. Ooh, I love that. And like... So it's a family lineage like thing. It's a family business, essentially. 
It is. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) That is beautiful. Like it's, it's really um, amazing to see, you know, of course, like new vineyards that are popping up and people creating them, but sustaining one. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. And it's extremely challenging working with your parents, as you might imagine, (laughs) but also very rewarding. Yes. I mean, there's got to be days you're like, uh, mom, you're not. (laughs) You're not what's hot. <laughs> yeah, you can't but I can't hire family. That's what my dad always says. <laughs> uh, if only, right? <laughs> so, particularly, what what is like a day at the vineyard of yours like? Like, what do you guys sort of like do day to day, and like, like how is it different from other vineyards, if you will? So, because we're small and family run, um, we all kind of wear a lot of hats. So, whatever needs to be done, whoever's there just has to step up and do it. Um, my husband, whose parents also own a small family run vineyard in Virginia, which is how we met originally. Um, so he's come on board now and is the co-winemaker as well as our vineyard manager. So everything is just a very collaborative effort. But, you know, an average day can range from working on the wines to intercepting random deliveries to working back up in the tasting room. It just completely depends. Wow. And there's no predicting it. Wow. And you guys have this rosé that I just adore. Um, And I want to say it was my birthday rosé. So thank you for that. (laughs) Yay, I'm glad I made the cut. Yeah, well, you had to because it's so delicious. How did you guys come up with like sort of your secret sauce for your rosé? Um, we actually, so we actually do two rosés. What? Um, <laughs> That's yep, so amazing. The rosé of Morvedra um, is smaller batch because that grape is a lot harder to find in Virginia. Um, so that was the original rosé that we started with. And then say 2017 we, was when we first made the rosé of Tanat, which is the one that you sampled. Mm. Um, and that kind of just happened by chance. We had, um, we grow Tanat on our estate vineyard and 2017 was a really high yield year and we just didn't know what to do with this extra fruit that came in at the last minute, really too late to sell to anyone. So we had kind of been kicking around the idea of trying to make a rosé with that varietal um, because it's a really big tannic varietal typically. And we just liked the challenge of trying to make something pretty and delicate with it. Um, So what we did was we just did a direct press with the grapes, basically in the style of a white wine, no skin contact other than just the pressing. And it just came out so fruity and full bodied and we loved it. And it was an instant hit. Um, It's just, it's a people pleaser wine. It definitely pleased me. So <laughs> <laughs> so we've been making it since 2017. Wow. And that's amazing because, you know, I, I found like as I'm going through this journey with the podcast, a lot of people want to change it up every other year. Um, 
and like they're like their 2017 is different than their 2018 and like they're always enhancing or trying to enhance and sometimes they like lose the 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 amazingness that they once created because they're like we have to innovate what Mm -hmm. do you say about that with like in the rose industry like should people or like companies stick to what they did well in one version and like maybe create another one and call it something else so that people can can sort of keep getting that same kind of taste every year like love to know your thoughts on that yeah is it versus consistency versus vintage yeah um, i think with rosés you can control that a little bit more since you're picking on the earlier side if you're processing the fruit just specifically for a rosé for us we know what we're looking for um and the markers we want to hit are basically phenolic ripeness so the flavors we want the fruit flavors to be there but we want the acid to be really sharp because that's what makes for a really nice rosé especially in Virginia where it gets really hot and humid in the summer (laughs) definitely need acid Um, So those are our markers that we're looking for, and it usually leads us in the same direction. Um, We definitely are going to let the vintage show itself. So if it's a vintage where the fruit ripens more, you'll see that it's a little bit higher alcohol. But other than that, we know what we're going for. Well, that's good, because gotta have a sort of sort like a roadmap mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes exactly. to that so yeah so my my next question is about like virginia wine culture because i i think there's so many of us who are like from states unfortunately that don't have that like wine culture ask like i'm originally from illinois and like there are some vineyards in illinois but like no one knows them (laughs) right because Chicago is our largest city and you know everybody really lives there and like I went to school in the southern part of the state where there's more sort of like farming agriculture work like world work life um but like you you still have to seek it out but like in Virginia it's so prominent and I think people are like discovering how amazing Virginia wines are what do you say with this like sort of new movement in Virginia uh, compared to like like Napa Valley or something. It's great. Um, you know, it's been getting, Virginia wine has been getting a lot of attention lately. And that's so nice. It's something that we've been working for for so long. Um, our state wine wine marketing board has been working so hard on so if you see it kind of exploding now it's not by chance it's because they've been plugging away at it for you know a couple decades really but I think that it's that Virginia wine is finally in the place where it can add to the conversation about local wine and good local wine and I think it can be put up against you know wines from California and the best wines from any region um, because we're we have that knowledge now that maybe we didn't have 20 years ago yeah and I think also too like with populations changing you know like there's more people moving into the dmv and and also virginia specifically um there's more i guess people who are also now wine drinkers uh compared to previously um i know like in college wine was not like a thing but i know college kids today like love wine 
So like, what happened there? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And I mean, I don't, I can't speak for anyone else, but at Stinson, that's definitely our goal is to be more accessible um, to young people because I think craft beer really has Mm -hmm. that going for it where, you know, whereas sometimes wine it can be thought of as like oh you don't know enough about it or some you know it's a little bit snobbier but we want to be accessible and you know realize that people are if they want to learn about it that's great there's no wrong answer it's just what you like I think that's the important thing like it's what you like like people say the 10 best wines but it's like mm-hmm. if that's not your palate like you're not gonna like it and everyone isn't gonna like the same thing so what are some like wines that people should start off with though when they're when they're trying to learn more about like their palate that you would suggest yeah I think rosé is a great way to do that because it's such an approachable wine um so some people prefer an off dry wine with a little bit of residual sugar and that's a good way for them to get into the wine world um so you could look for white blends you could look for rosés with a little bit of residual sugar um if you are more of a red drinker you can start with a table red and then kind of dive into some of the different varietals but there's just there's so many different varietals planted in Virginia that there's really something for everyone here and it's fun to explore because it's such the region is so close to DC um, especially right now where everyone's looking for road trips mm-hmm um, it's a great place to visit. It's beautiful here. Oh, yeah. And like, I, I remember my first time driving out to, you know, the the Virginia wine country. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was just like, I didn't know that like the mountains were so beautiful. The, the sky is so blue, like because living in the district, it is not that blue out here. Um, so it's a whole different element when you go out there. You feel more relaxed. Totally. Yeah. And I'm with you. I grew up in DC and like Bethesda area. Oh yeah. Um, and I never knew, or maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't really going on full swing out here yet, but I never knew this was out here. And now when I go to DC and drive back, as soon as I hit like, this area I just feel like I can breathe again (laughs) yeah I know it's like the air becomes clearer like your mind is more free it's not cloudy Mm -hmm. I think it's also the wine it's like you know what's about to happen and like (laughs) the endorphins are just jumping and you're like yay (laughs) and the traffic it's definitely the traffic too oh my god there's never any traffic like it's so weird like no matter what time of day you guys don't have traffic that's so beautiful we don't have traffic (laughs) that's so funny I never thought about it but yeah there literally is no traffic that's hilarious (laughs) it's amazing you gotta love it you gotta love it so if you haven't been to virginia wine country you have to go and then also stop by sensen vineyards um before we go rachel want to ask you a couple quick questions because i know people want to know how to get in contact with you how to follow you and also how to purchase wines and if there's any like great gift ideas you guys have or anything going on for the holidays 
Sure, yeah. So we're at stinsonvineyards.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram. We love Instagram. Um, but we ship to most states that have friendly alcohol laws. And we are running a basically ongoing promotion as long as coronavirus is with us that we are doing free shipping on four plus bottles, which is a great way to stock up for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check out our website. Um, we have all, we've, you know, a full lineup of wines. We've got a skin fermented orange wine. We've got whites, we've got reds. So if you're if you're interested in tasting, then check us out and we're happy to ship to you. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I I I just want to tell you guys, it is worth every penny. Get it for your friends. Get it for gifts. I mean, no one's going anywhere. Uh, at least you shouldn't because of COVID. Um, we want everybody to practice safe dose, social distancing. So with that, I mean, it makes sense to buy four or more bottles because uh, you're not going anywhere. Why not have a good time at home, right? And give some gifts. <laughs> That's a great gift gift, you know, to give people is wine. It's always the gift that keeps giving. (laughs) Exactly. And if you're anything like me, you are drinking more these days. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) So my last question for you, Rachel, is what's your favorite rosé? Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so I knew you were going to ask this. My <laughs> favorite rosé right now is from Poe Vineyards, Ooh. which is out of California, also a female winemaker. She is making a gorgeous rosé out of majority Pinot Noir and a little bit of Pinot Meunier. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Yep, and she's sourcing from Mountain Vineyards in Sonoma. Um, really beautiful stuff. And her her other wines are gorgeous as well. She does a single varietal um, Pinot Meunier Red, which is not something that I had ever had before. Ooh. Um, but definitely a must-have for the holidays. Well, it sounds like that we need to connect to them and let them yes. know you sent us. <laughs> I would recommend that. I would love to hear a podcast with them. Yay! Well, we're going to try to make that happen. And we're going to tell them that Rachel loves it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Rachel, this has been so much fun. Um, And we cannot wait until social distancing um, (laughs) is a little bit better with the numbers. Because we are definitely coming out there uh, to pay you guys a visit. And especially when the weather gets warmer. Because today it was 25 degrees. So, Um, (laughs) we will not be outside. We are not coming out. But we're, we're definitely going to come see you uh, and we're excited to talk with you in the future about when you guys are getting ready for the harvest season next year, because I know there's a lot of fun things that you guys do as well. Definitely. Yep. And if you come see us in the spring, we will have our 2020 rosé released. <gasps> 
Um, Hopefully the weather will be nicer. Hopefully we'll all be vaccinated and not have to worry about social distancing anymore. So fingers crossed. April 2021. Yes. Well, we are there and we're going to take that two hour car ride and listen to amazing, relaxing music and look at the beautiful sky. So we are prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks again, Rachel. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Wow. Thanks, Rachel, for such a great interview and taking the time to talk with us and sending us a sample of your dope, fresh rosé. We also want to thank our friends at Vindication. We really appreciate you and also all the things you have done to serve this country and protect it. You guys are all the true heroes. Want to also thank Bartender Ben. I mean, might as well keep on the veterans, right? Thank Bartender Ben for all his commentary today. And then also to our team uh, here at Fairhill Studios, as well as Magdalene uh, and Angeline. So we will see you next week, friends. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. We're here next week. Pew, pew, pew.